0: Welcome to Zach and Steve have a podcast. I am Steve. I'm Zach, and Zach's telling dad jokes. Yes, at the very beginning of episode twelve. Yes, the do- the dozenth episode. The dozenth <laughs> yes. next week is the baker's dozenth episode. I don't think that's a word. Yes, it is. Dozenth. That doesn't. It, it does or it doesn't. That doesn't sound like a word to me, it Steve. Dozeth to me. Uh, anyway, yeah. It, so Zach and I were trying. Our, our podcast studio is our office yes. at the church. Um, and it gets in, there's no air conditioning in there. It's called box. a sweat box. It's, it is. It's really, it really is. So, but the, the teen room itself it is freezing, it's an ice box. So we open up the door, but we noticed that when we're talking, there's an echo. There's a noticeable echo. So we had to close the door. And that's what that awkward transition was. But we're leaving it in there because we want to have, give you just the genuine, like, you are in the room with us. You're really? experiencing this with us. Why not?
1: It's not professional, Stephen. We're, we we're professionals. I, I think professional. This is our dozenth episode, Stephen. This is
0: the dozenth episode, and it doesn't sound like we're <laughs> going to get much further. Uh, so give me your best dad joke.
1: My best dad... Uh,
0: I feel like dad jokes come up on the fly a lot of times. Yeah. It's usually relating to a situation.
1: Yeah, I, I can't just come up with one. You it, can't? It, no. Do you have What's your favorite dad joke? See? <laughs> yeah, I know. Impossible. Why is that so hard? <laughs> like, I, I tell
0: stupid jokes all the time to my kids. And Luke Luke is the dad joke master. Yeah. He loves dad jokes. But I can't think
1: of one right now. And Elliot's the joke master. He, he actually is known in his school to be the joke person. Is that? Is he really? They started this thing. The Elliot? Joke of the, yes, Elliot. He does the joke of the day at school. Um, it started <laughs> through him. He'd go to his <laughs> teachers and say, hey, I got a joke for you. And so they would put on the announcements in the morning. Oh, goodness and gracious. And so... And so that became a thing. So they would do a joke of the day at the school. Um, so Elliot, they would, Elliot would come up with jokes and go tell the teacher, and it would be—it was a thing. Elliot's joke of the day. Elliot's joke of the day. Yeah, I got a joke it, his you. favorite joke is this: What is brown and sticky? A stick. That is his favorite. <laughs> that is his favorite joke. Uh, he tells that all the time. So there you go. There, there's my dad joke. So no, yeah, that you was so good. I know. You were waiting for that. We right? were waiting With bated breath, that I could see on your face. Baited breath. Yeah, that's what you say. Uh, yes. That, no, that's that's the only time you use the word baited, though. Yeah. Well,
0: no, it's not. I baited a hook. Hmm. I guess you. I... You was wrong. <laughs> You was wrong, boy. <laughs> anyway, uh, so this week we are well. We're not gonna get right into the discussion. I thought we'd talk about something fun. We always do that. We Stephen. always do. That's our. That's the tis the tradition of the podcast.
1: Zach and Steve have a podcast. Zach and Steve tradition. have a
0: podcast. And we will do our traditions week in and week out. So this week, um, let me tell you about something Zach that I do, and Sarah loves that I
1: do this. But I've been, do I? Do, is this something? I, I don't Can I even... tell you
0: about something that's bothering me?
1: <laughs> yes, I would love to Can I just that. tell you what's bothering
0: me, Zach? Is it me? Zachy? No, it's not you. I mean, yes, but <laughs> n- n- that's not what I want to talk about right now. No. Uh, so uh, I, I have an eBay problem.
1: Ah. Have I told you about my eBay problem? You tell me about all your problems. <laughs> is this? <laughs> I guess the eBay problem is just the latest, the yeah, long, long line of problems you've been telling me about. <laughs> <laughs> tell me about all your problems <laughs> oh i do though yeah What? what what's your ebay <laughs> are problem, you saying steven? that i just complain all the time no i'm just i'm just being funny oh, okay
0: yeah you're lying <laughs> you're such a freaking liar <laughs> anyway so yeah i have an ebay problem well i'm a seller on ebay i've been uh, a seller on ebay for a long time doesn't sound good no it's it's,
1: it's, it's <laughs> it sounds a little shady there steven
0: it's not it's a legitimate business um it's a side it's a side hustle <laughs> But yeah, I sell I sell collectibles on eBay cuz uh, but I also buy a ton of collectibles on eBay. Okay. And so um I'm in a I'm I'm in What's a, your rating? What's your eBay rating? Oh,
1: 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. Everyone who deals with you.
0: I have only had one negative review. Ah, did you take him out? Did I take him out? Yeah. Like, yeah, we had we had we threw you have him, words. We had words. Uh, but you know, it was it was gosh. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you my <laughs> negative <laughs> it, it like bothered me for a long time cuz i prided my i was a top seller top-rated top rated seller. seller for yeah. a long time um and this was during the time that i was a top-rated seller cuz like to be to be in that upper echelon of of sellers you've got to have like perfect like selling records Getting things out in a timely manner, responding to everybody's. So, things. so
1: did you get like a star? I after, did, and it, it, it does have like the blue. It
0: had, well, it was like it was like it was like a medal, and ah. top rated. So yeah, I was I
1: I was one of what the What top- color was your medal, Stephen. Was it a gold, it gold. medal? Gold oh medal. wow, that's, yeah. that's awesome.
0: Yeah, dude, I pride myself on you know being timely about things, almost to a fault. But so one one guy, and I'll tell you this: the most annoying collectors out there are star wars collectors <laughs> it's not surprising yeah it's not because they're the dip- most difficult sometimes and i'm a huge star wars fan and that's really what my collection is centered around is star wars stuff but i buy and sell star wars stuff all the time anyway this guy he's like he instead of asking me a question he made his demands ah and is is i it, his name even had Jedi in the title.
1: Oh, okay. So
0: this guy was like, he was all Star Wars. So he, he was, was like,
1: trying to like manipulate. Yeah, yeah. He was trying to tell. Yeah, I. Don't, yeah, he's he using was, the Force yeah, upon. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. He was like using force manipulation, whatever that thing is, like a, a, the mind trick of Obi Wan. <laughs> these are not the droids you're looking for. <laughs> whatever. So yeah, but he's like, uh, yeah. So I'm buying these two uh, things off of you. So just combine the shipping. If you could reduce the shipping price, I would appreciate it. <laughs> i'm like so i write back to him I'm like well that's not how this works uh i have to charge you the full amount because that's how much it costs to send this to you and then he like gives me the runaround all this kind of stuff i give him a good review yeah and he gives he blasts my interview oh. like this guy cheated me out of shipping price blah 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 goes on and on even though i went above and beyond ah so that was my only negative review, and that was oh, like well over a year ago at this yeah. point. So you can't even see it. So I'm back up to 100. I was at 99.9%. Oh, man. For a while, and it bummed me out because I was like, You ruined my 100%. It's back now. My, yeah, I've been back to 100% for a while. Yeah. But uh, anyway, no, recently, okay. So I <laughs> I went to Disney World Yeah. Uh, a couple months ago, and when I was down in, in uh, Hollywood Studios, I went to galaxy's edge where star wars stuff is um and they have like, their their lightsaber shop and while i was there <coughs> excuse me while i was there in the star wars uh, in the lightsaber shop they are out of the two lightsabers that i wanted the most one of them was the dark saber which is Ooh, the thing yeah. that you see in the mandalorian yeah they were out of that and bummer but the one i wanted the most is my favorite lightsaber of all the lights what's my favorite lightsaber zach uh, the yellow one. No, it's not the yellow one. <laughs> that's what you said. No, I, I said if I had a lightsaber, <laughs> if I was a Jedi, I would have a yellow lightsaber. But what's my favorite lightsaber, Zach? Luke's lightsaber. Which one? The green. That green. <laughs> yeah, you, you just <laughs> guessed. good guess. Yeah, that's my favorite <laughs> lightsaber. I love that lightsaber. Um, and so of course they didn't have that one either. So I bought I bought a Stick lightsaber. At Disney. Stinking Disney. You go. Okay. You spend so much money to go there. You spend you spend hundreds of dollars to get into this stupid park. You want your lightsaber, and I just wanted my lightsaber, Zach. And they didn't have it. And they didn't have it. So I, I I was like, okay, fine. So I bought one that I liked, but it wasn't like one that I was like was in it a love with. Wasn't the purple one? It wasn't the purple? No, that was the only one purple one they have is Mace Windu. And guess what? They didn't have Mace Windu. But that wasn't high enough on my list. This was like my number three choice. Okay. And they had it. It's the one from the video game Fallen Order. And if you don't know the game, just forget it. I'm not explaining it anymore <laughs> beyond that. But it's a huge hilt. It's a really big lightsaber. It's the biggest one there. They're like the thing is super heavy. And it was awesome. But I wanted that Luke lightsaber. Yeah. And so I finally got to the point where I'm like, you know what? I was going to get rid of the the one that I bought down at Disney because it really just didn't go with anything. Also, I was collecting. I was like, I really just want this green lightsaber. So I made it happen. All right. I, I, I pulled all the funds together. I sold the other lightsaber and I bought Luke's lightsaber. I've been looking forward to this thing coming in for weeks. Or a week. That's when did, a week. did it come? Came today. <laughs> no. No, no. I open it up and I mean it's brand new. Brand new in package. Um, but like so you, there's <laughs> this is like this is nerd talk. <laughs> so anyway, the top part so there there's like the display model, like Part that makes it look like the original cause it's like made of metal. It's made of the exact same stuff that they made it for the movie. Yeah, it's it's awesome looking. Uh it looks perfect. But you unscrew that and then you put the cap on like the top on it so you could put the blade in it so you can ignite it and like you know have your Swing. Yeah, you That's not the sound. What is like wait,
1: <laughs> golfing? <can> what tell- <laughs> what's the sound? <laughs>
0: that's the sound zach yeah yeah, you almost got it please stop making that sound effect so anyway i put the uh, thing on there i try to put the lightsaber in or the the blade in it's broke the the blade is broke no not not my blade did it go swing no not not the sound or anything the the actual metal part that you screw down on it was broken now, I've bought this not from Disney but from a third party. And so, number one, uh, now, my, I, now I have a, a, a very expensive paperweight. <laughs> could, you, could you just send it back? No, I can't send it back because this shit, this person that I bought it from does not accept returns. And you know, I was buying it brand new, so I didn't think there would be anything wrong with it. But sure enough, the one that Steve gets <laughs> is the one that doesn't work. And so I, I, I messaged her. No response. Ah. No response. Don't you Zach? hate it when you mess with someone. Nobody responds to my messages <laughs> ever. So I, I, I message her. I'm like, hey, just so you know, this thing's not working. I don't know how you want to proceed. I know you don't accept returns, but like, uh, obviously, this is a problem. Hopefully, she gets back to me. We'll see.
1: Maybe. I mean, know? I could follow you around, and every time you get it out, I could go shwing.
0: I don't want to hear that, man. I just want my lightsaber to work so yeah that's, uh, that was annoying because like I don't know I, I've, I've never run into this issue before I've never, it's a stupid issue this is not a big deal but it, it shouldn't I can, be I can see that you're frustrated it's frustrating because like I, like I did feel you like, give her a negative review no I, I refuse I'm not going to just give somebody a negative it's not her fault it doesn't work
1: but how it, do you know Maybe she doesn't accept returns because <laughs> she sends out all the broken things she could find, and she doesn't want them back.
0: It's not—it wasn't even open. It was still taped shut and everything from the like how you buy it from the store. Uh, because the the annoying thing is Disney doesn't sell these lightsabers online. You could only buy them in the park, hmm. but you have these people that they, in the Star Wars community. Ah, you ready for this? Yes smugglers.
1: <laughs> okay. smugglers. So you, so you bought a lightsaber off a smuggler. Off a smuggler and what the smugglers do <laughs> is that they, they go in. I thought you said this wasn't a shady thing on eBay. This is it's getting it's, shadier. It's not shady.
0: If it was like if it was just like somebody smuggling something into the country that's different. When you're using like the cute term that from terminology from Star Wars like Han Solo's a smuggler. Yeah. That's what it is. It's like a terminology for Star Wars, pe- like uh, people that just do this for the Star Wars community. So anyway, yeah, she, she seems very nice, like in just the communication that I've had with her before, but like now, the, knowing that she doesn't accept returns, and it's also like she's in California, so she could be very well at work yeah. still right now, and could I'm be. like, I'm bothering her with lightsaber issues. <laughs> um but yeah, man, I just I, I, that kind of stuff. Oh, just like oh, it just irritates me. Not even the part that it didn't work, like that I didn't get a response. I i I'm, I'm I'm obnoxious about like if somebody sends you something. Yeah,
1: I I I usually text right back. Yeah, you do.
0: I, I I I try to just like make it happen as soon as I possibly can. I don't like to ignore people. So
1: so in a text thread. Yeah. Do you have to get the last word in? Are you are you one of those persons that you can't you can't leave it um, hanging? Like if if someone texts you, you have to be the last one. <laughs> You're checking your phone now. Yeah, I have to check my text <laughs> threads. Is there any text there that you have received that you have not responded to? Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, no, no,
0: no. I, I wouldn't say that I haven't responded to. I have responded to everybody, but I didn't. I didn't have like the last word. Some, like the, sometimes
1: there's like the, the final have, goodbye. Yeah. F- people have OCD. They
0: have to have the final Fi- goodbye. Final goodbye. Yeah. No, I, I, I guess I guess I'm not that bad, but I do like to. I don't
1: know. I, I don't Are know. Are you I, an emoji sending person? Forget that.
0: Forget that. The only thing I do send sometimes, and you know this, is I, I like to look up the the what do they call those the GIF the gifs. And I'll send a GIF, like I send you turtle GIFs all the time. <laughs> like turtles falling off of things this is the funniest thing ever. <laughs> not getting hurt, but like just like face playing a little bit. It's really funny to watch. Like Zach and I have a turtle problem. Yeah, turtle talk. Turtle talk. We're not, it, we're we're not doing any anymore. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's not happening. Don't turn us off yet. Our downloads since turtle talk <laughs> have been I'm in the toilet. It.
1: I'm it.
0: <laughs> downloads, downloads are gone. Yes, after turtle talk. Uh, but yeah, so what was the whole point of this? We're just you're just telling a story. Steven. I was just telling a story that, that I got frustrated. EBay. I got frustrated with because okay, so Sarah brings home groceries today. She's like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "No, my lightsaber." <laughs> <laughs> She's like. <laughs>
1: So is there any real problems
0: in our house today?
1: Like, no. the, the, the kids are, like, bandaged in the corner and, like, starving. I'm so hungry. Pete,
0: Pete's had the same diaper on all day. Yeah. No, I mean, honestly.
1: Dad's in the corner over there crying.
0: Let me tell you. Okay, so we did the, the thing that you hate the most in life, Zach.
1: And that's probably going to Target.
0: Yep. Oh, That's right. exactly it. We went to Target today because my baby girl um, – <coughs> Zach's Zach's water. Zach's new at drinking water. This is, he's just trying this today. <laughs> this is, this uh, no, we went to Target today because Ava. Okay, so Ava. Oh gosh, this kid is like the cutest little thing ever. She she um, gave up sucking a binky, like Aww. a pacifier, which was really hard. And long story short, last last week, I come downstairs at eleven thirty, and as I'm coming down the steps and i make the turn down the steps i look down and there's a little human with these big blue eyes staring back at me and i'm like oh i'm like ava what are you doing why are you out of bed she's like i was looking for a binky <laughs> when, like, when was this last last week okay so like 10 days ago right the first night of her going without a binky she was like having a meltdown <laughs> and she was just like i need it i need the binky i thought for sure she was gonna go still pete's Steal Pete's off of him? Uh, no,
1: like like recycle the binky? Yeah, who like cares? Brother spit? Yeah, who
0: cares? Gross. She doesn't care about that. All she cares about is that binky. She yeah. like she needs that that binky hit. <laughs> All right, but so t- okay. So the story goes like this. Back backtracking a little bit. At ten thirty, Sarah goes and checks on Ava, and she has a binky in her mouth. Ooh. At ten thirty. And so Sarah wakes her up and says, where'd you get the binky? She's like, I found it downstairs in the basement. Ugh. She went all the way down the basement by herself at 10 o'clock at night. Oh, That's how man. brave this three-year-old baby, the girl is. Wow. Like she needed a binky and she saw one down there at one point point. and's like, I need to go find that binky. So anyway, she finally broke the habit and she's doing really, really well. Um, and we told her, like, you go you go over a week without a binky, we'll get you a special prize. Ooh. So whatever you want, and you get to tell us where you want to go. And she said, she's like, I want to go to Target. Uh, Target's my favorite store. You have her
1: brainwashed.
0: I do have her brainwashed. Target's my favorite store, and it's her favorite store. It's my least favorite well, store. Well, you know, she, she was between two stores. She said, <laughs> she said are all the old man sounds that are coming out in this episode. <laughs> Sorry. We got, I, got... <laughs> I have water in my lungs, Steven. I'm trying to not die over here. Sorry, buddy. So, it was between it was between Target and Easter Bunny Lane. Which she, this is what she calls Cranax.
1: Well, you you're a terrible person. Why? You have her so brainwashed. The Easter Bunny Lane is fun. You go to Target? No, There's Easter
0: Bunny Lane is not, uh, not open right now. I guess that's and true. And she had the choice. I said, you could go wherever you want to go. I said, Where, which store do you want to go to? She said, I want to go to Target. They have more stuff. And I said, okay, let's go to Target. <laughs> so she got to pick out a toy today. Um, but like like I was saying, like it would have been your worst nightmare because we are at Target for a long time as <laughs> the kids. Because Luke... I don't know how Luke does this, but all of a sudden today, he had, like, $40. <laughs> really?
1: Yeah. Well, I think I, un- I understand. Why? His father sells things on the black market, and he is... eBay is...
0: jerk. He's, like, he's <laughs> out not there swindling his the friends. black market, he's swindling his friends. No, no. It, my son's not a smuggler, but anyway, he... Uh, How'd he, you end up with $40, Luke? Dude, okay, he starts out with, like, 18 and then he's going through his wallet, all these different compartments. He keeps finding money that he's <laughs> hidden in these different compartments in his little tiny stormtrooper wallet. <laughs> i Like, like where you get all this money? He's like, I don't even know. <laughs> I'm like, okay, buddy. Like, if you, I said only if you there's something that you want. Don't just go buy just to buy. Uh, what did he buy, Zach? Do you know what he bought? I- he
1: bought a lightsaber. I'm he sure. did buy a
0: lightsaber. He bought this like this ridiculous like buildable lightsaber that you can make you can customize to however you want. He was in his glory. He's I think he and Elliot are playing with it right now as we record. Nice. So anyway, that's that that was our day. Do you have anything fun going on? We're twenty minutes in already. Right.
1: Wow, we should probably start. Yeah, yeah, probably let's start, start talking, talking about, about what Abraham we be talking and talking about. <laughs> yeah, Abraham. Yeah, we, father Abraham. Yeah, we were trying to think about what's a good topic to talk about. And uh, last week, I spoke in church, and yes, you did. Talked about. Um, you did a great job with it, man. You thanks. got to speak back to back weeks. I did, and we we were on, in series uh, talking about the names of God. And I got the first pick. We kind of had, me and Pastor Tim had a Names of God draft. And he gave me the first pick. And my first overall pick in the Names of God draft was... Kenny Pickett. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I don't think we got Kenny Pickett in last episode. (laughs) No, we didn't! (laughs) I don't think we did. No. No, go ahead. I was just I chose, my first round pick was El Rohi, the God who sees me el Rohi Yes, and it's E-L-R-O-I. E-l- R-O-I. Some people yeah. pronounce it Elroy. Elroy. His like boy Elroy. Yes, I'm, I don't like the Jetsons. Um,
0: Who does? Is there any Hanna-Barbera cartoon that you could look back on and be like, that was my favorite? I like the Laugh Olympics. Let's move on. <laughs> what, what, what are Yogi you? Bear? I have no idea what you're talking about. The Laugh Olympics? That's not even a real thing. That's a thing. Look at up. You made that up. L-A-F-F.
1: Laugh. It's L-A-F-F, Stephen. Laugh Olympics. It's not even spelled right. <laughs> anyway, um, yes, El-Rohi, the God who sees me. And the reason why I chose that first was um, it's kind of at the heart of who we are as Christians. There was We did other names of God. Um, Jehovah Jireh. Um, My
0: provider. Yeah, the God who
1: provides. Um, Jehovah Shalom, the God of peace. Um, and we talked about praying to God, using his, the names of God yeah. as, as a way of communicating with him because the names of God describe his character. Times in the Bible where he has you know, walked alongside someone or helped someone out in a, in a situation, and they've named him and given mm. him these names. But El-Rohi, the God who sees me, it's the, the fact that the God who created everything, the God, uh, the El Shaddai, the God Almighty, right? Mm. That he desires to have a relationship with me. And it kind of blows my mind when, when you stop and you think about it. You know, the God who, infinite in wisdom, knowledge power you know is vulnerable enough in a sense to worry about the affairs of my life it is it it it, is
0: an amazing concept like to really just sit back and meditate on
1: yeah Uh, who
0: who was i listening to they kept saying have you ever heard the term navel gazing
1: (laughs) i have heard it but why in the world did you bring it up because okay
0: so uh, i was listening to matt chandler Last okay. week,
1: and he was navel gazing. No, he kept talking about how
0: people navel gaze. So uh, during his L- look message, at somebody's belly button. Do you know that, that that's literally what it means? Like so, back in like back in like the uh, the times of the Greek philosophers, like the great Greek philosophers and all that kind of stuff. Not they were great, but like what we would consider that period of time. Um, yeah, they would stare at their belly button as a form of meditation. At their own belly button. At their own belly button, like they would stick their guts out. We should try that and stare at their belly button. So when you <laughs> we said, take "When, when, I, when I, you or I said meditation," they would literally stare at their belly buttons as
1: a form of navel gazing.
0: Yeah, as a form of meditate, as, a, like, a way to, like, break away from all the other things.
1: If I stick my stomach out and stare at it, I become they, depressed.
0: Because – well, they, they believe – I think it was the belief that that's, like, the origin – like, their origin stem from – Their belly button? Well, because, like, like, that's the connection point of, like, like – where... like, a, like a newborn child? Yes. Well, like, yeah, that's how you're connected. Yeah, and you grow – from this is a very weird tangent, it's we a gone. very <laughs> weird tangent.
1: But we said meditate, and I wanted to throw in a little weird story, okay? Well, thank you for that, Stephen. Have you looked up Laugh Olympics yet? Because they <laughs> <laughs> do navel gazing and Laugh Olympics, swing.
0: This is <laughs> anyway, Are you sure this isn't a fun episode, all right? Anyway, anyway,
1: back to El we Rohi,
0: the god who sees me, yes, um. who who. who And this is referring to...
1: spoken by... Go ahead. Hagar, who was... The Horrible. Yes, Hagar the Horrible. There's only two Hagar's I know. Hagar the Horrible and the horrible guitar player, Sammy Hagar.
0: Sammy Hagar doesn't play guitar. He's a vocalist. He plays guitar. No,
1: he does not. I have no idea who Sammy Hagar is. Van Halen.
0: Van Halen, lead singer of Van Halen. And then he's not anymore. uh, Sometimes.
1: Anyway. Go ahead. Who cares, right? It it really does not matter.
0: (laughs) What matters is... The topic at hand, which I have t- pulled us off on too many tangents. But talk about Hagar and uh, yeah. why she says El Rohi,
1: why she calls God El Rohi. Um, well, all right, there's a lot to unpack from the story. Um, and backing up, so the story of Hagar is in Genesis 16. Okay. Um, but backing up to Genesis 12, um, God tells Abraham, Abram at the time, that he is to leave his family and head to the Promised Land because he is going to make him a father of of a great nation. So he does. He enters Canaan. Um, He's 75 years old at the time. He and his wife, Sarah, head to Canaan. But they do not have a child at this point. They have no heir to, to take the mantle from Abram and become this great nation. So he they, said
0: no one to put their hand under his thigh
1: <laughs> yeah, so and bless them. That's last episode. That's but. Yeah, that's a callback. <laughs> but um, so they get there. First thing that happens, there's a famine in the land. And and this is where you need to go. But guess what? There's a famine there. So they head to Egypt because evidently down by the Nile River, we got lots of stuff going yep. on. On the way down there, the point of what's going on here is Abram and Sarah Sarah Sarai. at this time, yep. are broken people. And God uses broken people to accomplish his 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 will, right? Mm-hmm. And we're going to see that with Hagar here, the God who sees me in the midst of all this going on. But anyway, I like telling the story because I think it's pretty funny. It, um,
0: I, I thought you were going to say it was profound, but yeah, okay, funny. <laughs>
1: funny and profound at the same time, okay? So Abram, heading down to Egypt, looks at his wife of 75 years and thinks, you are very attractive. And if I go into Egypt with you as my wife, they are going to kill me. Yes. And they are going to take you away. Yes. So for my benefit, what we're going to do is you are going to be my sister when we get down here. And I'm oh, going yeah, to reap yeah. the reward. Did you
0: talk about the story in your message? I did not, but no. I, was,
1: I so wanted to tell the story. And Laura kept saying, you're not allowed to tell the story, even though it's very funny. Should I be allowing
0: you to tell the story on the podcast? Yes. Oh, please. By all means, then. <laughs> because
1: <laughs> because this, this, is, this is funny. So he looks at his wife. And you know, those old, older couples, the longer that you oh, are gosh. married, yes. you begin to look like each other. Yes. So he looks at his wife, Sarai, and thinks, you could pass as my sister. <laughs> <laughs> they head into Egypt, and sure enough, Pharaoh's like collecting beautiful women to, to, to be his wife. Oh, yeah. Sarai sees her, he gets his people see her, and like, guess what? You, you can come live with me, right? And so okay. the point of the story is this. They get there. Uh, Abram's like, yeah, that's my wife. That's my sister, right? Yeah. And so he begins to get lavished upon by Pharaoh. He gets slaves. Yes. He gets servants. He gets all of this wealth. And yes. then God brings, you know, plagues upon Pharaoh, the precursor of the plagues that happened yeah, in Egypt. Yeah, what
0: happened, yeah, in Exodus. Yes.
1: Pharaoh's like, what are you doing to me? Sends him out. So he heads, heads back to his, his land. Because he, he
0: out, finds out that it's, right. it's his wife, not his sister. Exactly. Yes.
1: Heads back to his, his land. and But now he's very wealthy. Right, mm-hmm. um, but it, it was a it was a not trusting God moment in his life when he did this, um, because he he thought that he was he he was going to be killed because of his wife, right? And he he didn't mm. trust that God had him. He promised a great nation through him. He didn't have any kids yet. This wasn't going to happen, you know. This famine sent him away. He didn't trust God enough, and now his wife ends up in Pharaoh's harem. That's a terrible thing. Okay. Leaving this and harem
0: is like a collection of wives, yes, essentially, exactly, yeah, or concubines, that kind. of So thing.
1: I'm sure Sarah is not happy about this. I wouldn't be if I, if, if this happened to me. So um, they go back to Canaan. God re-ups um, the, the covenant with with Abram in chapter 15. Yes. Okay. He says, mm-hmm. "You know what? I'm going to make you, you know the 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 father of a great nation from, from you, there is going to be a great nation of people coming. Yep. And Abram says, guess what? I don't have any kids. And, and God says, I'll take care of that. The very next chapter is chapter 16. Mm. And Sarah says, Hey, guess what? I don't have any kids yet. Take my slave, Hagar. And, and let's have a, let's have a child through her. I'm going to mm-hmm. give you as your wife. Yeah. Let's have some children.
0: Putting, putting the cart before the horse.
1: Yes. And Abram goes, all right, hun. Sounds good to me. Yeah, it, it, it is like that. <laughs> That's like it, it's like the most head scratching aspect of I, the whole story. And I figured it out. He's yeah. still in the doghouse from that trip down to Egypt. Like the caravan <laughs> that went down to Egypt five years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still in the doghouse still, because okay. he, whatever Sarah's saying at this point, like, yeah, honey, that sounds great. Okay, like, yeah, yeah. Especially like, I called you my my sister. Yeah, she, she's like you know this this slave I have. You know where she's from? She's from Egypt. And, mm-hmm. and, and as soon as she says the word Egypt, yeah. Abram's like, all right, darling, whatever you say. Yep. Right? Yep. So anyway, so they go outside of God's will. All right? And, this, and, the, and um, they do that. Hagar becomes pregnant. And in that moment, Sarai is is upset because Hagar begins to, to act out and, mm-hmm. and doesn't like that she's being mistreated and stuff. So um, they send her away into the desert. And this is where the heart of the story comes in. Hagar's mm-hmm. out there in the desert, going off to die essentially, um, because she is sent away from, from Abram and, and and the and with she, her child. With her child pregnant. And God meets her in that moment. The angel of the Lord comes. Oh, she didn't have Ishmael already? No, she was pregnant. She was pregnant with Ishmael. Okay. She was pregnant with Ishmael. Um, she actually gets sent out later again, but No, that's right. Yeah, that's, that's right. The second time. Um, so she's there. And I love what the angel of the Lord says. To Hagar in that moment, you would think the the angel of the Lord would come and like thunder some sort of command, right? But but you know God doesn't in that moment. The angel of the Lord says, "Hagar, where have you come from, and where are you going?" There's there, there's a conversation yeah. that that is is coming there, and and um, the, the the thought that God would send His messenger, the angel of Yahweh, right? This being who is. Um, I did some study on who the angel of the Lord is. Some people think it's you know, Jesus. Jesus there. Yep. Um, some people think it's just an angel. But I, I was watching um, a podcast on on who the angel of the Lord is. It's this idea that God sends himself as a messenger, like a way for um, us to experience God without being in his, his, in, presence. In his presence. Right. Yeah. So it is God in a sense. Um, but in in a form that we can experience them as a human, like the angel of the Lord is God's messenger as his as so you're, his. You're being. saying the Father appears like as, as a messenger through through the angel of the Lord. Yeah, that's that's. Oh, one. so
0: it's like his hair, not a herald, <clears throat> so, but his, so, like a vessel.
1: Yeah, so so like whenever he appeared to Moses in the burning bush, like God said, oh,
0: like an avatar, like he's <laughs> kind of yeah, kind of like. Well, that's not just a term like to describe the, the
1: stupid blue
0: people movie. Like avatar is something that is used to be a representation. Yes. So it's like a vehicle for something else.
1: Right. So God showed to Moses as this burning bush, he says, you know, take your sandals off where standing's holy ground. Mm-hmm. Um, so the angel of the Lord, the angel of Yahweh is a different being than just a regular old angel. It's God coming in a form that can interact with man. And you know, and um, Jesus is God coming in. God coming as man. What podcast man. were you listening to? He's going um, into the details of. It was uh, the Bible Project. They did a. Oh, it was Bible they, Project? Yeah, they did a. It's a just so we on could cite our cite
0: yeah. our resources.
1: Um, so the angel of the Lord then's talking to Hagar and, and having this conversation, right? Um, and, you know, they say, you know, Hagar, why are you doing this? Where, where do you think you're going, mm-hmm. right? And why are you leaving? She says, well, I, you know, um, I be, I'm being mistreated by my. Sarai By Sarai, and, yeah. and I'm, just, I'm just, just out here, like I'm just yeah. running away. And God gives her something to do, a very difficult task. I want you to go back, and I want you to submit to Sarai, because I'm going to, I'm going to make the child that, that's in your womb right now. You're pregnant, going to be, a, going to be a great nation, Ishmael, and 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 tells her to name her Ishmael. The, mm. God hears, um, <clears throat> and in that moment, she names God. Um, the God who sees me. Verse 13
0: of chapter 16 says, so she named the Lord who spoke to her. You are El-Rohi. Yes. For she said in this place,
1: have I actually seen the one who sees me? Yeah. And so we had talked about um, names and that was kind of the whole essence of our series was the names of God. And I was talking a little bit about names and who we let give us names because when, when you get get a name from someone, it gives you like a you allow them to put significance on your life. Like your yeah. parents named you Stephen for a reason, right? You name sure. Sure, there's a, there's a it's reason dad's why dad's middle name. Yes, exactly. There's yeah. a, there's a reason why we choose names. There's a reason why you, I'm sure you chose every name for your child and middle names. There's a yes. significance for it. Yes. Um, and by allowing Hagar to give God a name. It's a powerful thought that God would let someone who is thought of as um despised and, and a foreigner well, yeah, and a she's, slave. She, she's essentially property and like yeah, the, in no the way are we of low. endorsing this, but it's uh
0: she's she's the property of Abraham and Sarai. Or right. Abram and Sarai at this point.
1: Basically invisible yeah. to she's, them. They she's, cast her she's out lesser. meaningless,
0: right? Yeah. She's just given as property.
1: And this person gives a name. Yeah. To to the God who is limitless, okay? right, gives a measure of meaning. So when when we God, can and look, God at, doesn't correct her or anything like that. Right, it's just yeah. like yes. And so when we go back and study this now, we learn about God's character through this person well, yeah. who spoke into.
0: And I would say it's kind of fascinating that this early on in the Bible, we already see the characteristics of God that people tend to throw away. Because yeah. they're like God of the Old Testament, He's just He's always angry, and He's, he's like wrathful. Uh, He's wrathful, and like yeah, God's a lot of things, yeah, but it's all in righteousness. Like He's righteous in all that He does, Right. because um, we're seeing the uh, the love of God right here. Yeah, is Hagar is a nobody. Yeah, is 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 nothing. She's she's not one of like she's not in the line of God's chosen people even though God's chosen people is very young in its existence it's pretty much two.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: It's Abram and Sarai. And like what's going to come from them.
1: And and as we as we've seen here, that's not like they're batting a thousand on no, living and, a holy they're, perfect they're life. They're not here.
0: great. They're not great, but he loves her too. Yeah. This Hagar who is just like who who is just tossed aside it was like here's some goats and take Hagar with you too yeah. like right. she's, when, when she's, they leave Egypt she's right. nobody right uh, but she's God's creation and she's somebody which right. gives each and every one of us like this the, like this glance at who God, how God views his people like he loves every single one of his creations whether we claim to know him or trust him or not he desires a relationship and he's yeah. proving that with her. Yeah. But Go ahead. I'm sorry, Zach. I, I derail.
1: No, but, and then I think what we can draw from it is just, obviously, Arohi, the God who sees me, but a lot of times I struggle with, and I know it's a prideful thing, um, but I struggle with feeling invisible in mm. feeling like no one sees things that i do. i don't know if that's something that you struggle with. Yes. <laughs> like you i, I know that's a, it's not something that you should i should say out loud, <laughs> you know? What's like that? you like, struggle
0: to see that you struggle with the feelings that people don't realize that you're you're doing things.
1: they struggle with I think it's a just a natural thing. When you put in extra effort like at work or something, sure. Or at home. Like <laughs> we talked about before. Like when sure. I do the dishes, I want to be recognized for doing the dishes. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Um, no, but um, just it, it's a prideful thing where you sure. do something and you want someone to give you a pat on the back. Or you do something and you at least wanna be recognized for what you do. Yeah. Um, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a prideful thing, I know. But then and then there's just always a struggle with Feeling like invisible in the fact that I, does it even matter? Do no. what I do, what does what I do even matter? Am I even making a difference? Yeah. Right. Um, and, and it's something that I struggle with sometimes, oh, just sure. just in, a, in moments of weakness and vulnerability. And yeah. when you're at night, like, you know, getting ready for bed and, and laying in there and just thinking about the stuff of the day and yeah. um, struggling with that. And I, and I had that moment the other night where I was feeling down. Work was terrible. I was putting in extra hours and, you know, people kept calling me and saying, hey, can you do this too? I'm like, do you realize what else I was doing? To, they do, want do, more. Yeah, yes, they it's want more and more and, and, so, and more and more. And, you know, I come before God and say, you know, I just don't do this anymore. Like, yep. like I'm, I feel like no one sees me. No one understands what's going on. I wonder if I stop doing this, if people will understand at that point Yep. what I'm doing. Yeah. And that's a very selfish thing to think. Well, yeah, sure. it, but in that moment God spoke to me because um, I had been studying to to speak about El Rohi and he mm. said and, and it very clearly I felt, you know, the spirit speaking in me saying, I see you. Yep. And that's that's all that matters. And and I had this thought, it, it brought to mind um, this idea um, in the old testament where, you know, keep lift your eyes because you know that's where God is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, lift your eyes to the hills because that's where your help comes from. It comes from the Lord. Um, and it was as you lift your eyes to me. Don't look down at all of the things that you deserve, all of the things that you should be getting, all of the stuff that's swirling around here. Focus your eyes on me because mm-hmm. you're doing this for me, right? Or you're yep. doing this for yourself. Yeah. And it and it spoke to me in that in that moment. I see you. I know what you're struggling with. Don't look at that. Look at me, and it made me realize that he sees me at all times. Mm-hmm. Whether I'm close to him, whether I'm doing what he wants me to do, whether I'm doing what I want to do, whether I'm happy, whether I'm sad, whatever it is, his eyes are on me. Mm-hmm. And and there's a comfort in that, knowing that the God who made me, the God who loves me, the God who redeemed me, is watching me yep. and desires me to turn yeah. towards him.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's... I mean. And what it all comes down to is, like, in, in that, it, in just talking about the, uh, the idea of wanting to be seen, it's like, we want to be seen because we want to be validated in everything that we do. Yeah. And we get lost in the validation of man. Yeah. Cause it's, it's, it's the quick, easy fix, right? Like if some if I come along side you and say, boy, Zachy it makes you feel good. Yeah, it does. And, it,
1: it's, and, it's, and then I want that more
0: and it's immediate satisfaction. Yeah. And then, yeah, it leaves us longing for more, but we have, what we have to like step back and look at is if I'm doing what I'm called to be doing and that's not like, okay. And listen, the, the, just a quick aside here too. Uh, your job that you do every single day, your career, uh, is not your calling. Yeah. M- not necessarily. Right. Like, you could be called to be in a place, but it doesn't mean, like, that's what God's call what God's call is on every single one of our lives is is what? Doing his work, doing his ministry, doing his will. Yeah. That's the call on our lives. Not, not that, like, your jobs don't matter. They do because they provide for your families and all of that. But when we start looking at ourselves, are, are we doing God's will? And then secondly, in doing God's will— are we looking for validation from anyone except for God? Yeah. Like, and that's the thing. Like, even for me as a pastor, I'm constantly, I want validation to know that I'm doing a good job from people. Like, Hey Steve, that was a really good message. Hey Steve, like, thank you for doing all this extra work. You know how often I hear those things? Not very often. Never. Uh, next to never. <laughs> I mean, there's some people that are just very encouraging people yeah. and I love them for it. And like, it's, it, it does. It, it's, it's nice. But I start to count on that. Yeah. And when I don't hear it, it's like, I must not be doing a
1: good job anymore. Yeah. That, I and struggled with that a lot. Evidently, I still struggle with it. But I struggled with it a lot when doesn't? I first started yeah. um, speaking um, every Sunday. Um, <clears throat> and when you speak to junior high kids, you get zero feedback. And What? <laughs> yes. Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> the, the, the seventh and eighth graders, yeah, they like, don't care what you're saying? The, I. I've, I'm surprised at how much they take in
0: that they retain a lot more than you think
1: yes and how re,
0: and but how... they look at you like you're the biggest yes. idiot yeah. that has ever walked the earth
1: right and I would talk to Laura all the time like I, and I'm lying through my teeth like I, lying to myself through my yes. teeth this is, this is this is my turn to, to have like a therapy session yeah, on air like here. last week yeah <laughs> yeah um, Lying through my teeth, like I don't really care if they tell me I did a good job. I just want feedback so I know sure. if I'm if what I'm saying it's is connecting, is with, connecting them. with them. Sure. No, I want them to say, "Hey, good job, Zach. You're awesome. Good yeah. well, way to go. Yeah. Good message," right? Don't hold your breath. No, no, but it has helped me to get past that yep. because I don't expect it anymore. You know, like I, I can say when I was young. In speaking, not that I've been doing it that long—four years. I mean, you've been doing it a lot longer than that, though. Officially, four years. But yeah, yes. officially, whatever, whatever. A long time. I, I did it all anyway. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, I would need that. Mm-hmm. But when you don't get it, and <clears throat> you truly are relying completely on God as being the one who lifts you up, you, you begin, it, you grow, and I feel like I, I have grown at least some, evidently. Um, I still have growing to do as I found out uh, a couple of nights ago when I was struggling with not feeling seen and worth and and worthwhile again, but, uh, I, God will, when you rely on God, you know, you will grow yeah. through whatever struggle. I don't think there's through.
0: anything greater to know is like, is like, like, I mean, that's still small voice in your heart saying, I see you. I don't yeah. think there's anything more powerful. Yeah. Than that, and it's the greatest reminder that, like, hey, this struggle that you're going through, this this ch- trouble that you're going through, all of it is worthwhile. Like nobody saying anything to you, but you're doing what I'm I'm asking you to do. Yeah, and that's all that matters. I mean, there's gonna be aspects of our life that we have to do because we have to provide for our families. Yeah. We have to provide for ourselves. We have to put a house. You know, over ourselves to protect us from the the you know <laughs> the, the weather, and the we werewolves. have to the werewol-
1: <laughs> werewolves. The, but I that, I that you were the weather. A, I trying to get try- a W word out there, like weather, werewolf, <laughs> the
0: werewolves, the weather. Uh, we had to put clothes on our back. We had to put food on the table, like so. Yeah. Or, there's a, those aspects of it, and yeah, sometimes it's nice from your boss to hear that you're doing a good job. But like when it comes, like, but to the true purpose of our life as believers in Jesus Christ is letting other people know that Jesus is awesome. Yeah. Like the only validation we need is the one that's saying, I see you. Yeah. That's it. And that's yeah. awesome. It's hard. Yeah. Once again, this is probably one of the hardest aspects because it's like, you just got to rely on the fact that like he does see me. Yeah. Whether he vocalizes that to me or not, when I'm doing this, when he's putting something on my heart, he, how does he put it on your heart? Cause he sees you. Right. He sees you and says, and he does this to everyone. He's near to every single person. Right. The new Christian, the old Christian, the, the person that's struggling along to try to figure out everybody. He's near to us, and he sees you, and he's, he's just pushing us along in the kindest, most gentle way that he can, because that's, that's how God treats his people. Yeah. To the lowly. I mean, what does Jesus say about the, the, the sparrow?
1: captain jack sparrow (laughs) oh my gosh
0: you you know your bible man Uh, no he says he cares like look how he provides for the sparrow he provides a home for the sparrow how much more does he how many for a penny exactly how much more will he provide for you he cares about us he sees us he loves us like we are his creation just as long i mean far greater than anything else that he created right um so like rely on that Right. If you're really struggling like with just finding significance in this world or finding purpose in this world, look to what God is calling you to do. And that doesn't necessarily—once again, vocation, job, is not what the height of—sometimes you just got to do a job to do a job. Yeah. And sometimes God's putting you in those jobs because you're going to be an influence on the people that you're around. Sure. Like one of the, my greatest regrets in life is not taking up God up on what He was offering me when I worked at Whelan Yeah. all those years ago. The job provided money for my family, but He's like, "Look at the people that I'm putting you around. Minister to them, yeah. love them, care for them. What did I do? I complained about everything every single day. I'm like, I just can't wait until He puts me in ministry." And I was young and naive. Yeah. The reality of it was was God's like, "Look at all these people that you could be ministering to, and you." but you want to be at a church? Like, what's the difference? Like, you're doing the same work right here. So don't take for granted where you're at right now. God is calling you. He sees you. He's asking you, do this now. You'll find your purpose, and I love you for it.
1: Right. Good one, Steve.
0: I don't know if it was good. Oh.
1: But I felt good about it. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. So, yeah. So uh, the story of Hagar, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it ends. So the story of Hagar, but it ends beautifully. Uh, Try documentary though. We we're going <laughs> back to it, it ends beautifully because um, Hagar goes back, has the son Ishmael. Right? Yeah, not the son of the promise. That's Isaac who is to come, um, but Ishmael is also promised to be the the father of a nation. Mm-hmm. Um, she's sent away again into the desert. God comes and meets her again. Re- renews that promise to her that, hey, your son is going to be the father of a nation. And, yeah. And it comes to be because God's faithful to his promise. Yeah. Um, and then there's a beautiful scene at the end of um, Abraham's life um, after he's passed away. Isaac and Ishmael bury him together. Yeah. There is a restoration that happens here. And then Isaac lives with his family mm-hmm. at the, at the well where God met Hagar. Yeah. It's beautiful, right? It's mm-hmm. it's God is showing, hey, I've I've got you, you know. All of this family drama that went on there, right? Ishmael being sent away, and and, and that that you know brokenness that is there. God can restore. Uh, yep. God can restore any relationship, yep. um, even the most broken. Yeah. Um, just take it to Him because He sees us. Yeah. He and, sees he, us. and He loves us and desires for us. Yep. Um, to be to be in in relationship with Him.
0: I don't think there's any greater reminder than that. I think yeah. that's a
1: perfect place to end. Yeah, this episode. Well, so. For episode 12 12 of Zach and Steve Have a Podcast, I'm Zach. I'm Steve. And we will see you next time. Love you. See you. Bye bye. Bye bye. We're back. Oh, whoa. The After Podcast. The After
0: Podcast. (laughs) This week, candy talk.
1: (laughs) We're not doing candy. We're doing candy talk. What is your favorite candy? Uh, Reese's Fast Break. That is the most ridiculous answer. No, it's not. It's my answer. What's your favorite candy? What is my favorite candy? It's, it's, It's the right answer. Here we go. Peanut m ms You, you, I. You're a ninety year old man. Uh, What do you mean? I I didn't say Werther's original.
0: Put my dentures in so I can eat my (laughs) my peanut M and M's. Yeah, it is. It is an old man. There is no
1: way that That peanut M and M's are on the same level as Werther original. Werther originals.
0: (laughs) Okay, fast story. Okay, let's talk about old man candy. So I, when I, I worked – Like,
1: like that, that candy with the yellow wrapper that, that uh, the old what people is always that? – <laughs> Where in does that bowl? come from? Either like that or the, the one that looks like a little strawberry. strawberry. Yeah. Yes. What is that? Yeah. Josie. What is that? Doesn't oh, Josie oh, always have those? Yeah, she does. All, yeah. all old people and Josie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> She's an old soul. Uh, no. So, okay. When I worked at – I'm not going to say where I worked at, but I worked the reception desk sometimes at this place that I worked. And this one of the clients that would come in um, – and like wait for like his advisor. Um, he would come in and we would have a bowl of mints. Like the like the hard mints that are like are peppermint striped. You know what I'm talking about? The red white red circle yes. mints. Okay. Yeah. That you put in your mouth and you suck on like a lozenge. Yes. Right? Sometimes they're green and white. Sometimes they're green but and white. These were but the that's red and white. Winter ones. green. Yes, yes. Gotcha. These were peppermint. They got gotcha. the red and white ones. This dude would stand there. And He would put them in his mouth and just slam them, like <laughs> chomp down with his dentures, like <laughs> stand there, talk to me. And he would, uh, Zach, no exaggeration, 20 of them.
1: It's like potato chips.
0: He's just popping them in his mouth. <laughs> I, I'm like, hey, we have other people to come in here. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So yeah, he's, he, he would just eat like all these candies. I can tell you're still shaking from this experience. It was, it was almost 20 years ago. 20 years ago, I could still hear him chewing on them. <laughs> still, like, I, was, like, I was like, oh, my goodness. It was like metal chomping on. Oh, line. I that's was like, it was horrible. But anyway, that ruined. Uh, but I still like this peppermint.
1: And, and you got the, you got the older people who give candy out all the time. Like Man. like, like you give someone a handshake. And yeah. you, and you, have one of, you have one of those yellow wrapper. I don't even know what those are.
0: Butterscatches.
1: Yeah, the, in your hand when you're done but they're not the Werther's
0: butterscatches, which are actually good ones. These are like the... The Audi brand. <laughs> who, who knows what they are? It's like a candy factory that made uh, overstock a hundred years ago, and they've just been selling those. Oh, that's
1: like they funny they haven't.
0: They haven't. That factory has not run.
1: Yeah, but some of those old-fashioned candies, seventy-five years, they're they are the candy of your childhood. Like my okay. dad used to. Um, you have... know what
0: your dad's favorite candy is?
1: Yes, I do. What is it? It was those um, pink wintergreen lozenges. Really. The, he called them "pink pills for pale people." I guess it was something from when he was growing up. Like, really? like it was a fa- I don't know if it was a fancy candy back then, but it was one that his like grandpa <laughs> gave to him. So he would give them to Elliot, and he would tell him they're "pink pills for pale people." Okay, <laughs> like that, that was the name for them. Interesting. Was- and what they taste like? They tasted like – they're still out there. They like chalk. They're like chalky, terrible. Yeah, they
0: look like – it's like uh, – what's that? Pepto-Bismol?
1: They look like Pepto-Bismol yeah. tablets, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah that. That's your dad's favorite. He had the most. I don't know if they're his favorite. you will also, also like those peach rings. Like really? those chewy peach rings. Yeah, the an
0: eclectic rings. taste of candy. Yeah, I don't
1: like those peach rings. I think Neither do terrible.
0: I. I know what my, my dad's favorite is. What? Is uh, mallow cups. Uh,
1: those are awful those as well. Are
0: gross, man. There's this lady, so my dad and I worked at Wheatland, too, for a time together. Like, I didn't always work at his place, but I'd always hear about, from this one lady, he's like, he steals all my mallow cups out of
1: <laughs> I, And I'm like, thank you. Yeah,
0: like- <laughs> yeah. No, she would, like, have them, like, in like you know, the, like, the individually wrapped ones on her desk.
1: That's he, a random thing to have on your desk, a mallow
0: cup. Yeah. My dad would take them all the time. <laughs> they would eat all the mallow cups. Yeah. What's 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 your wife's favorite candy? Um,
1: she likes score bars.
0: Oh, that's right. I knew it was something like it's off kilter. Random.
1: Yeah, score bars. I think it's something from her childhood, too. It has toffee too. in it or yeah, something? Yeah, they're like real skinny candy bars that have toffee in them.
0: Yeah, I don't mean off kilter like... It's a bad thing. It's I mean, off kilter.
1: Like, yeah, it's, it's like that's something. I think it's S K O R.
0: Yeah, S K O R with like the the, the random the, two the dots d- over do- the two dots <laughs> over the, the o. two doppelgangers over uh, the <laughs> Sarah. Sarah is okay. My my wife is a dark chocolate person. Ooh, I enjoy yeah, dark chocolate. I, dark chocolate is my preferred. Uh, so I'll just buy her random dark chocolate whenever. But I think I would I would venture to say that her favorite candy is Mounds
1: bars. There is something wrong with your family. Mallow Cup and How Mounds Bar? Hey,
0: my wife, there's nothing wrong with Sarah Mikulski. She's mounds also, Bars are she, terrible, She's also though. not a Mikulski by blood, all right? <laughs> but no, she, no, they're not. They're very good. Mounds Bars are excellent.
1: They're the ones that have the coconut in them, right? Yeah. Anything with coconut in it is awful. Coconut is gritty. The, I, I don't you're, mind the flavor.
0: This conversation <laughs> is becoming gritty. Uh, you know, we, <laughs> <laughs> we have our first drag-out fight over Candy Bars. Yeah. <laughs> You can't eat talk. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible idea. No, Sarah, that, but Mounts Bars, and oh gosh, what was the other one? It was. I just, you better not say like peeps. No, no, she. I don't think she likes peeps. Uh, I think she'll like them if they're like, you know how some people like stale peeps? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. No, there's another, it's another, oh, York peppermint patties. Those aren't bad. No, I like York peppermint patties yeah. too. But that's dark chocolate with mint. Yeah. Which, funny enough, Zach, do you you remember? This is very early on in our friendship.
1: I do remember. We had a Chopped episode.
0: Yeah. Was it Chopped? Was that what it was? There there was a TV
1: show out called Chopped where they would give you, like, four ingredients. Random ingredients. And you'd have to make a meal out of those. And
0: Zach and I, So we
1: had, like, a a friend group of four different friends, like, Couples. Couples. And so the the guys had to pick out the four ingredients for the wives to make a dessert to and bring. And
0: Bo chose, what was it, like whipped cream or something? <laughs> something very – no, he chose raspberry. Was it raspberry? I think. Yeah, that, it was, but it was something usable. Yeah. Then Will, our buddy Will, was like, vanilla. <laughs> yeah, I'm like – What the heck is wrong <laughs> with you? <laughs> vanilla? It's in everything anyway. Yeah. <laughs> then you said, what –
1: I said Andy's mints. Yeah. Okay. How can I ruin
0: everything? No, most... I I love mint flavored stuff, but right? it
1: overpowers everything. But it
0: overpowers everything, so yeah. you got to go into it knowing that like it's just gonna be mint. Yeah. And then I said, I forget coconut.
1: Coconut. Coconut. Oh, what a terrible and dessert! Guess what?
0: Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> Nothing tasted right because of mint and coconut overpowers everything. Mint overpowers everything. Coconut and mint together is awful. Yeah. And that so began our friendship. <laughs> I think we were friends before that. But that but anyway, was funny because the – We're
1: not going to be friends much longer if we keep talking about candy bars. No. What was your favorite candy? Peanut M&M's. Thank you for listening to me, Stephen. That's that was, it. This podcast was, is over. That was 10 minutes
0: ago. That was Stephen, 10 minutes ago. I'm done. Hey, uh, for Candy Talk, I'm Steve. I'm Zach. And we will see you next week. Shalom. Shwing. Oh, gosh. No.